what's going on? Hello, A Plusers. It is I, your host, as always, Adam Perez, back once again with a brand new review as we're set to get into some Gotham Knights today, baby. That's right, episode three of this brand new DC television series. And I gotta admit, probably um, one of my better episodes of this season so far. I've actually enjoyed all three of them. Um, Second episode, probably a little bit more dull than the first uh, and this one in general, but I actually walked away really enjoying this episode. I was actually pretty glued to the TV, especially towards the end, if you will, uh, for this particular episode of Gotham Knights. Uh, I was a little, got a little frustrated with my my young one here. He was getting a little too uh, loud, crying and whining before his bedtime, just before I went ahead and tried to kind of put him down. But luckily, uh, the girlfriend was certainly there to certainly assist me. Uh, I was just like, I'm so, I'm so focused right now. Like, I got to see how this uh, particular episode episode certainly ends. Um, but um, yeah, another solid entry for Gotham Knights, if you ask me. So I'm actually um, enjoying the season so far and finding myself uh, wanting to come back each week to kind of see how this um, how this story progresses. So um, I'm kind of curious to know what you guys think. Look, three episodes in of Gotham Knights. Where are you standing with it so far? Definitely go ahead and let me uh, know your thoughts in the comment section box below. I think a few of us here probably came into this season with low expectations. Um, so maybe that has helped us enjoy this series a little bit more. Who certainly knows? Uh, but even those who might have had high expectations, is this show certainly meeting those expectations so far? I am kind of curious to know your guys' opinions on that in the live chat or the comment section box. But guys, let's get into our review, shall we? we um let's see here i got a couple notes first off i did appreciate the idea of robin kicking off this episode having uh, doing some vigilante stuff if you will um you know i think one of the cons that i have about this season so far is i'm just a superhero guy i really appreciate costumes you know what i mean um and so while i definitely would love to see my costume vigilantes in here you know not every show was certainly going to do that naomi didn't do that you know I, I didn't stick her did i stick around for the entirety of naomi I think I might have, or maybe I missed the last couple episodes, but I can understand if people eventually fell off. It was missing the supers for me, if you ask me personally. And while I am enjoying Gotham Knights, there is a part of me that's kind of hoping um, maybe there's more supers towards the end of this particular season. But I think what's holding me over so far is like the Court of Owls, right? Like they may not be superheroes, but they are sort of costumed characters uh, and when you're doing a comic book story or a comic book adaption I need some costumes in it you know what I mean so um, I appreciate Talon and the Court of Owls so far in that regards um, and I am appreciating the Robin character in here in um, Carrie, Carrie Kelly if you will and she's kind of got a little bit of a costume herself she's got the goggles that bring that green color out for robin and her her top her vest if i'm not mistaken or her jacket is like a maroon red so right i mean we, we're definitely getting robin colors there so i guess i should be thankful in some capacity um but carrie kelly continues to win me over in here um her um doula and i gotta admit turner is honestly kind of growing on me uh, along with Stephanie Brown. Um, we had some interesting duos, I thought, um, kind of really working together in here. Um, Carrie, along with Turner, had a couple of great scenes. Um, Harper Rowe, along with Stephanie Brown, which I found really fascinating just to kind of see how those two wind up clashing in here. Um, and then we also got Carrie and Dula at the gala who were actually 
um, taking people out, um, you know, trying to stop um, the mutant gang, if you will, saving some lives, stealing some jewelry. Um, so that was an interesting combination uh, also to kind of see in action here this week. And a little bit of Turner and uh, Harvey Dent, which I'm getting sort of like that Bruce Wayne, um, Commissioner Gordon vibes almost a little bit, you know, like the only person I can trust in the GCPD type of mentality, right? Um, he's on the run, kind of like a vigilante, you know, if he needs to pass along information, um, you know, he's got Harvey Dent, he could certainly go to sort of thing. So I am definitely getting sort of those parallels and now seeing him also working alongside somebody like Carrie, or at least trying to convince Carrie to help him be sort of his sidekick, I do find pretty interesting, right? Like they both knew Bruce rather intimately. Um, and I love the story that she winds up giving Turner towards the end of this episode about the idea that it's not like Bruce just brought me in, right? Like I almost had to harass this man uh, on every opportunity that I got, which goes to show that she clearly went out looking for him and trying to help him, even though I'm sure he probably didn't want her putting herself in that situation. Um, but annoying him clearly enough times and him clearly seeing her passion for wanting to help others um you know eventually sort of caved and gave in and that's kind of where turner finds himself right now right like it is always fascinating to me and i wrote down in my notes the idea of like how much does it really get to turner that his father never fully accepted him or i don't want to say accepted him but allowed him to see and learn from that particular side um, of who he is, right? Uh, maybe there's certainly some protectiveness, but clearly we see that Bruce was teaching Turner some things, some things he certainly listened to and picked up on. That's definitely helped him certainly in his life. Uh, the kid is extremely bright uh, and he can clearly pick out a, a crime scene or at least do some detective work himself. So um, you want to talk about Bruce leaving him with some sort of knowledge in how to do this business? Uh, he did at least gave him the beginnings of it uh, as he manages to find Carrie uh, in this episode also to kind of help uh, save her life and a sister wherever he can. And I guess that's what I appreciate about Turner is that he definitely is not a slouch. Uh, this kid was certainly brought up in a certain type of way by Bruce, may not have Bruce's skills, um, but has sort of like the beginnings of that knowledge. So I do hope that they, at least when it comes to Turner, that they at least show his weaknesses. You know what I mean? Uh, the fact that he went up against Talon last week, kind of, or an episode one, I can't remember what episode that was, kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but um, considering he did get bailed out by the rest of his friends, I'll let that pass for right now. But Turner definitely has his skills. So I, I kind of really appreciate the two of them um, together in here, seeing Turner's journey to eventually maybe become her sidekick or at least have her teach him what her what his, what his dad knew and maybe helped him eventually become something also. Um, so I thought that was a really fascinating uh, and seeing them both bounce off of each other like that and having just different relationships sort of with her father, with, with his father. But I love the opening here of getting her the opportunity to see her use some batarangs, uh, use the grappling hook in a rather unique way to go ahead and transfer electricity. Um, so really thoughtful stuff. I love that she's extremely bright, um, but clearly certainly has like her secrets and things that she's certainly keeping. Uh, from Turner uh, at the end of the day, considering that I think he's got a couple pages from his diary. So there's definitely something that she's certainly hiding, whether it's information about herself, information about her dad, information about him, uh, which again, I think we're kind of speculating around here uh, that Turner may be a, de a descendant of the Court of Owls. Um, and I'm under the impression that 
Groots took him in in order to kind of train him. I would not train him, but maybe kind of protect him uh, and keep that keep that life away from Turner, if you will. So that's that's the revelation that I'm thinking we're probably going to get that maybe he was eventually going to be trained to be a Talon. I'm kind of curious if he was like a Talon son or something like that. I have no idea whose kid Turner originally was but i do think that's going to be the really big mystery that hopefully we get a revelation towards at the end of this um uh end of this uh, season um and um so yeah carrie kelly definitely growing on me i think she's uh, an incredible actress so far and really enjoying the bond that she's certainly growing there with um uh, with Turner and just want to see her in action more like if they want to continue to open up the episode with more Robin kicking ass uh, I'll completely will be on board with that um, and then also the idea of Turner again being the sleuth that he is that his father certainly taught him to be is going back to the first crime that he sees reported in Bruce's book which is in regards to the death of a, a, a grandfather or a great grandfather great grandfather somewhere down the line named Alan Wayne uh, who apparently was killed by the court of owls uh, and wind up getting uh, uh one of the role siblings this week's episode cullen is that his name cullen um to go ahead and um break into the gcpd i love the fact that turner's running around with a, a group of little thieves that can are extremely brilliant and can really kind of do whatever they certainly need to to uh, accomplish a mission so it was pretty cool to kind of see cullen Rowe, who you know i, I haven't really been quite sure how to uh take him as of yet as regards to as as regards to a character goes um but i thought he did a pretty good job here in this particular episode and look i i continue to appreciate him establishing the idea that he had a rough life clearly him and his father did not get along you know harper for the most part probably for all his life has been his support system has always been there for him sort of thing so she definitely has a sense of overprotectiveness of him and i think colin is very much getting into that place of finding himself finding who he is improving to not only himself but other people that look i i can do this stuff on my own too guys you know what i'm saying so uh i i really uh, i thought it was kind of funny his storyline in the sense of getting into the gcpd and coming back with the goods so um the fact of the alan wayne mystery really intrigues me and i think um learning more about the court of owls just seeing overall just their connected tissue to gotham city like i thought it was pretty cool the reveal at the end of this episode when doula showcases that hey you know while we might have saved everybody you know we kept the stash of jewelry that the mutant gang gang took from everybody and as they're going through the jewelry discovering the court of owl insignias and symbols on pieces of jewelry other watches and it's just something very haunting about that idea of knowing that these people were at the gala watching things transpire probably knowing what's going on or what's supposed to happen every second of this particular moment in time probably even watching um stephanie brown and brody and whoever else is certainly there as part of the gang you know what i mean so it's just it's just fascinating to know that uh, all these you know in this group of rich people you got that secret society that's kind of always watching at any particular moment in time so i can see why doula feels the way about the Court of Owls and that fear that resonates with that name. I think they've done a really good job so far this season, really portraying that to the viewer because uh, that that kind of haunted me a little bit, the idea that the, the Court of Owls were actually at the gala at the same time. So it just goes to show you how deep this storyline really runs. So um, yeah, I definitely will be coming back each and every week 
four to certainly say the least um i can i just say the mayor in here is such a tool like i had no sympathy for this dude at the end of the episode just a quick honorable mention i had no sympathy for this dude towards the end of the episode him get, getting gassed in his own limo um just a little shit bag man I, I can't tell I, can't, I swear to god it was just like just the idea of not wanting to help people because of the fact that the person that's suggesting that you help people is the same person that might be your running mate or not your running mate but the, the you know your opposition in the mayoral run sort of thing um and then also knowing that he is part of the court of owls or at least that they're currently watching him put him certainly in the position that he's in so he's just a smug son of a bitch you know what i'm saying like i just can't I just can't stand people like that. I really can't. And so um, this guy's just a tool. And the fact that um, he's given all this pushback to Harvey Dent, who's just really trying to do his job, just a, a complete uh, douchebag, honestly. So uh, he got certainly what he deserved at the end of this particular episode. Um, you know, I also want to talk about the little scuffle that we wind up having between Harper Rowe and Stephanie. And can I just say, I think Stephanie is fine. I think Stephanie is gorgeous. Uh, honestly, at the end of the day, I really love seeing her and Harper just go toe to toe. Um, like for me, it was just really cool to see that like Harper Rowe, it's one of those things where it, like it's just polar opposites, right? Like they're both extremely brilliant and intelligent and all from their own back different backgrounds right like one clearly like the preppy rich girl sort of thing the other one like her street knowledge from the streets and having to take care of herself and wherever else her knowledge suddenly comes from i don't know the the backstory fully of harper Rowe sort of thing but that's how they certainly present it and when harper Rowe and stephanie get in each other's faces it's very much the idea of like you trying to show me up because of the fact that you think you're better than me sort of thing like i definitely didn't take it that way in regards to what stephanie did as far as reactions of cutting the wire i think it really just came down to the idea it's like we are literally out of time we have to make a decision and just do something and look quickest thing to do was probably cut the wire at that time it's probably not enough time for harper to certainly open that up sort of thing but she clearly took that very offensively and i think it was just simply stephanie trying to make a split decision and save lives hopefully and not so much the idea of oh i'm gonna do this just to make her look like an idiot you know what i'm saying so um i don't really appreciate the way that harper is approaching it and i kind of hope that it's harper that realizes that she's approaching it from a really dumb angle uh and come at it differently um again not to say that stephanie you know didn't judge her i'm probably sure stephanie certainly did you know what i mean but i don't think that was her reasoning for why she cut the wire so it'll be interesting to kind of see how these two make amends if they even do make amends or if they're just always gonna have sort of like that grudge but begrudgingly certainly work alongside each other until they can kind of get the job done so i am kind of curious if that's the route that they're certainly going to go but it was just a great battle of the smarts honestly i was actually a, a big fan of seeing those two kind of uh dueling it certainly back and forth um but yeah man i think for the most part that was all of my thoughts in that regards um the mutant gang was pretty interesting you know the mutant gang it looks like robin kicked the ass of vernon wagner um, I don't know if he's a DC Batman character or not. The name doesn't sound too familiar to me. The Mutant Gang, uh, I don't know. You guys let me know. If you are big Batman fans, uh, if you read a lot of Batman comics, uh, is there a Vernon Wa Wagner uh, and a Mutant Gang in the comics? I'm kind of curious if that's something they created for TV or they're actually adapting to the um, big screen. Um... 
yeah man i'm just going over my notes real quick just to see if uh i got everything uh and i think i do um oh honorable mention going back to harvey dent brody's parents uh stephanie brown's date to the founders gala in here brody march uh his father lincoln march i didn't catch the wife's name though um but she hinted at the idea of her and dent having a past together um i'm really fascinated by that um lincoln mentions the idea if he's ever met his wife before and harvey perfect line he's like oh no i don't think we've ever met and he just shakes her hand everything great first time introduction sort of thing and then when they're alone it's a completely different story so did they go to high school together did they used to date i mean there definitely was some uh, sexual tension there so i am kind of curious um what that was certainly all about uh maybe brody isn't even really <laughs> lincoln's dad uh no i'm just kidding there. i'm just <laughs> bullshitting now um but uh yeah man otherwise other than that uh, i had a really good time with this episode uh, i thought they had some really great emotional moments especially again for um harry kelly and turner towards the end you know trying to relate to his father uh robin really clearly wanting to make um bruce proud right kind of feeling like it was her fault that all of this happened with the gcpd um explosion like first off that blimp explosion should have got a lot more reaction and a lot more coverage than it did i was like oh shit that's like the hindenburg like and a huge thing a huge blimp exploded over the city um and i was just expecting like mayhem and just riots to happen and the next scene that they cut to is literally just like a news report like oh by the way i'm like oh my god like um so yeah that was a little bit odd for me honestly at the end of the day um but yeah, just the idea of, you know, the explosion happening, uh, Carrie really blaming herself for everything that was certainly happening because she wind up taking down Vernon Wagner, the the um, leader of the mutant gang. Um, so it was definitely one of those things like you can clearly see that she wishes that she could make Batman proud. And then when things kind of backfire, she clearly uh, becomes a little bit too hard on herself, if you will. Um, but uh, those are definitely um, emotions that she certainly had to get through towards the end. Uh, and so that's a bond between her and Turner that uh, I'm really looking forward to. So overall, guys, another solid and enjoyable episode here this week but uh, listen i want to know what you guys think uh am i tripping uh am i the only one enjoying this show to a certain extent definitely go ahead and let me know your guys' thoughts in the comment section box below at, again at the end of the day it's just my a plus opinions i always want to know yours so let your thoughts be known in the comment section box below and look we'll continue this discussion until next week's episode and as always guys remember gotham Knights spoiler reviews every wednesday at 6 p.m you can always uh, count on us to go ahead and drop that for you. So uh, if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, please go ahead and certainly do. Uh, we certainly would appreciate it. And hit that like button, man. Uh, we put a lot of work into these videos. So in the meantime, do me a big favor as always, guys. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And keep it A+. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.